0: I wanted to add a quick pre-roll to all episodes to tell you about a live in-person event I am running on Friday the 28th of June in South southwest London. It's called Dare Greatly in the Coaching Arena. Together, we will get hyper-focused on your most effective two to three personal strategies to propel your business forward. You will stop overanalyzing and second-guessing when you meet your new business besties to brainstorm, support, and problem-solve with. You will leave having outlined your vision and strategy with a newfound sense of connection and focus. I haven't gone into detail as to exactly what we're going to cover on the day yet, so I have opened up a waitlist to ask for the greatest themes coming up right now, and then I will build the event around that. So you can join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes just for the next week or so. There is a special offer of £97 for the full day, including lunch and everything, only for those on the waitlist. So if you are interested in hearing more with no commitment at all at this stage until I fully confirm the agenda, then do sign up for the waitlist this week you will find the link in the show notes to the waitlist and sign up now i don't do live events often and i can't wait to meet you hello and welcome to women in the coaching arena podcast i'm so glad you're here i'm joe lott a business mentor and icf accredited coach and i help coaches to build brilliant businesses I know that when you prepare to enter the arena, there is fear, self-doubt, comparison, anxiety, uncertainty, shame. You can tend to armor up and protect yourself from vulnerability. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Dare greatly, you belong in this arena. Hello, welcome to the 36th episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I am so glad you are here. I'm excited today to share my journey with Facebook ads and how it's helped massively to up level my marketing skills, which were already pretty good, but it's like another level of marketing. And so how it can help me to help you even better to really nail your niche, your message, your offer and your marketing. We'll also touch on choosing profitable niches crafting compelling offers and we'll also talk about some unique angles from a angled cheat sheet I will be sharing at my free forthcoming workshop where I'll go deeper into this concept. It is on Thursday, the 23rd of November, and you will find the link in the show notes. It's called From Generic to Genius, How to Choose a Profitable Offer and Niche. So I would love to see you there. Find the link and sign up now. I don't do live workshops that often, so grab the opportunity to up-level or create your niche and offer. My journey with Facebook ads started properly only around a month ago. I have used them previously for a short period, but I have been working with a Facebook ads person this time. Last time I did it by myself. This time I am working with someone and I am learning so much about how important the tiniest details are. One of the biggest lessons I have learned is the power of messaging. So, for example, we put out 12 videos where I was talking about niching and many of them completely bombed and two of them in particular absolutely flew head and shoulders above the others. So what was really interesting was that in order to help coaches see the value of niching in a way that they resonated with and Most people watched the video, read the thing, like it was 10 times better than the other 10 videos, was the way I talked about it. So what I said was, it's time to stand out, but not by being the loudest in the room, by speaking your client's language with radical empathy and profound understanding. The challenge is niching down, it's daunting, but oh so critical. It's about making your client think, wow, they truly get me rather than some of the other videos where I was perhaps not coming from such an understanding angle. So you can take this into your business too by really noticing what takes off and reusing those particular words, that particular content. It's about point of view marketing, having a view, showing your understanding and not just creating something super generic. Another way you can stand out is by being really specific in your messaging. So how can you bring in your unique edge into your niche? And many people are nervous about narrowing it down even further. And I completely get that. But it really can help. So let me cover now a few different angles you can bring into your messaging to help it to stand out. So you could go industry specific. So for example, people in the oil and gas industry, you could help the tech industry. So industry specific is one way you can really hone in to be an expert in that space. Another way is expertise orientated audiences. So that is kind of more about the I help lecturers or I help artists. So maybe you are talking more to the expertise that they have. Another way you can do it is talk to their aspirations. So you might be talking to part-time entrepreneurs. You might be talking to people who are pivoting from their profession to a business. You might be talking to aspiring early retirees. That's sounding very tempting right now. How lovely to be an early retiree. Another way of doing it is to talk to their personal preferences. So home-based caregivers, fitness and well-being followers, people who support sustainability, or you might be talking to their life experience. So individuals post-divorce, people who have overcome illness, maybe survivors of bullying, so they're not falling into a specific group that you can search on LinkedIn for example but they have been through a specific experience. So there are so many different ways and what seems like a basic discussion is actually extremely nuanced and it's these nuances that help one person succeed and one person not succeed. So it's super super important and Like I was just talking about, using Facebook ads and how the slightest difference in the exact same message has really helped me to see how very important even the tiny things are. So I'm excited to be running that workshop where I'll go deeper on this stuff. But I hope today's episode will help you to have that mindset shift and realize that marketing is an art and it's something we need to practice and continuously improve and enjoy. I had a lovely email from someone who had watched my automated webinar recently And it's helped her nail her niche, overcome hurdles about being visible. So how can you not love marketing when I can do that for someone in an automated way as well, even better. It's not taking my time, but I'm helping somebody to move forward in their business and move forward in their life. That is why I love marketing and that is why you could love marketing too, because small things make a huge difference in people's lives and I'm guessing you want to make a difference yes I know you also want to make a living and I'm all for that that is the work I do there will be some people who you can move forward in a free way and there will be other people who you can completely transform in a paid capacity Let's talk about choosing a profitable niche and offer. The criteria for selecting a niche isn't just about following a passion because we also need to think about the intersection of what you love, what you're good at and what the market needs. And this is the bit that people often miss. And you want to, like Seth Godin says, one of my favorite marketeers, run around with a key looking for a lock rather than finding a lock and fashioning a key to fit. So we find the problem, and then we fashion the key. Whereas it's so tempting to just sort of sit around all day, thinking about our niche, thinking about our offer, designing things that maybe no one will sadly want. So that is why I always recommend validating your niche and offer very early on. I ask people to do this within three weeks of starting my program, and people never want to do it. They always want to rush ahead. I want to feel like I'm doing something. I want to be marketing. But the sad thing is... You're gonna be wasting a lot of time perhaps building a business that doesn't resonate, that isn't a problem that is important enough for people to want to solve. So is it a must have or is it a nice to have? And how can we keep working until we find a must have niche and offer, not just a nice to have? I often talk about a bleeding neck issue, something that they need to sort out now because it's serious versus a sprained ankle that they're just gonna limp on by. And this is where understanding your audience's pain points and aspirations becomes really crucial. Another thing I have learned from Facebook ads is the art of testing. So the Facebook ads person I'm working with has probably 20 things out there right now. When, for example, when I was running Facebook ads, I just had my one ad up and thought that will do. And what she's done differently is the art of messaging, how important just that same thing that I'm promoting, but how a different spin on it can really help to capture people. So again, in your marketing, it's about really noticing what do people resonate with? How can you bring in a story or some sort of point of view that is different from being super generic? Another thing I've learned from Facebook ads, or actually I knew already, but it's really, really highlighted it again, is what I call my front door, back door. So are you talking to their front door problem? Is it the thing that they say to their friends that they really need? Or is it something that's bothering them? Probably the real problem, the back door but the thing that they are not prioritizing. So for example, in a business sense, what I notice is what's holding most people back is disorganization, lack of decision-making, confidence, self-doubt, all of those things. But sadly, if I promoted a program that was gonna help you with all of that, you would think, that's nice, but I haven't got the money to invest in that right now. I need to get some clients. And so that's the difference for you in your messaging. Make sure you are talking to the thing that they really are consciously aware is the problem, not the thing that's actually the problem. So again, another example is when I was trying to help my friend to get a job, but I wasn't helping her to get a job. I was saying, you're really lacking in confidence. I can really help this self-doubt and this worry and this confidence. And she was like, no, thank you. I'm busy right now. I need to get a job. So I could have just said, come work with me. I'll help you get a job. And along the way, yes, the first thing she's going to tell me is, oh, no, but I can't go for that job because I'm really nervous. And then we would have been able to deal with that. So it's about always leading with that front door problem and knowing that along the way you will be dealing with backdoor stuff as well. In this episode, we talked about how messaging, the way you say what you say, has a massive, massive impact on your business We talked about how using Facebook ads has really helped me to see how nuanced this discussion is, which is why I'm excited to run an updated workshop, I haven't run this one before, to really dive into the nuances that you need in the current competitive market that we are in. I talked about how important it is to really notice the things that take off and how you can bring in storytelling, how you can use images to really stand out, How you can select a niche that isn't just about passion, but it's also about market needs. How you can bring different angles into your messaging to really speak to an individual need. So for example, if you're talking to someone who is retiring and wants to start a business, They're going to have very different needs to an influencer who wants to create something to sell to their followers. What you're showing them will be very different and how you're speaking to them will be very different too. I will be showing lots more examples in the workshop on Thursday, 23rd of November, 10 till 11 GMT. I cannot wait to see you then. And like I say at the end of every episode, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I have a mass of free resources on my website, joannalotcoaching.com. That's Joanna with an A and Lot with two Ts, joannalotcoaching.com. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Remember to trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Get into the arena, dare greatly and try.